Welcome to the commute home. This is Derek. This is Nick. Hey, it is Wednesday, October 3rd. How's it going, man? You, you sound great. Uh, I'm not doing too hot. I'm kind of under the weather. Yeah, but you're getting better though, right? I'm, get, I'm getting better. Cool. So, did you catch any of uh, Kanye West shenanigans uh, last week, last weekend? Uh, no. Uh, I'm not sorry to say that I missed all of that. Oh, so Saturday was supposed to be the big night for Kanye West. He was going to go on Saturday Night Live, uh, perform on SNL, and then and then that and then that night, uh, his album was going to come out and be released to the to the world. His brand new uh, album called Yandi. Uh, Yandi. So. A couple days before um, the SNL performance, uh, he he got all twittered up and tweets that he is legally going to change his name from Kanye West to Ye, just Ye. Uh, yeah, so so Kanye is now the artist formerly known as Kanye West. He is now named Ye. Yay for him! Yeah, and um, his. <laughs> His SNL performance, he didn't perform any of the songs of his new album. Uh, and the songs that he did perform were absolutely bizarre. Uh, if you, if you, you can just Google the picture of Kanye's SNL, where he is dressed up as a bottle of Perrier water, and the, the other rapper on stage is dressed up as a bottle of regular water. Like, they're wearing, like, Halloween costumes that look like Perrier water and, and bottled water. Okay. The mix of the audio is pretty bad, and he got into a big uh, back and forth with uh, Lauren from SNL because he wanted his performances to be recorded on iPhones, not on the studio cameras, because he says recording on iPhones is the future of technology, and in the near future, that's what everyone will be doing. So this, it, that, uh, hang on, because you're, you're, like throw, you're throwing a lot of shit at me, Derek. I'm not done either. Uh, okay, go ahead, finish, and then I'll, I'll respond. So he did that at the end of the performance, uh, at, you know, at the end of the show or SNL where everyone's on stage talking, he starts going into a speech about Donald Trump and how, you know, okay he is while he's wearing a Make America Great Again hat, um, which they, he got cut off because you only have so much time to say that your goodbyes on the show. That's how every episode works. But people are mad that they silenced his speech. Uh, <laughs> and let's see what else you do. Shortly after that, after the show ended, they announced the delay of the release of the album. Uh, so now the album is coming out on Black Friday uh, instead of last Saturday. And I guess right now he's flying to Africa for two weeks to record more sounds for the album. And he made a statement after the SNL performance and talked about a bunch of stuff about, you know, Trump, make America great again, stuff like that. And also talked about re we need to repeal the 13th Amendment. Because, and if you're not familiar, the 13th Amendment is the amendment that abolished slavery. So, uh, a lot of people online are just like, I'm done with him. I'm completely done with him. Um, is that all? That's, I think so. Okay. Uh, what I would say to those people that say, oh, I'm completely done with him, you should have been done with him a long time ago. <laughs> Like, were you holding out hope that he was just going to turn around and say, just kidding, because it's not funny. Um, yeah. I will say, like, I was watching the Notre Dame uh, game Saturday night in which they kicked the ever-living crap out of Stanford. Woohoo, go Irish. Um, but it was on NBC, so I was seeing the, 
you know, throughout the football game, they're, like, doing, like, live updates or whatever from Saturday Night Live. And, like, Adam Driver is on there. He's like, you know, stick around after the game and watch the thing and blah, 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 blah. And then this one came on, and it was Kanye West, and he had that hat on. And, um, you know, I was like, oh, that's the musical guest? Okay, fine. Whatever. And then, like, the next morning, I'm like, I hear, like, a bunch of stuff happen, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I didn't read into it because I have zero tolerance for that guy whatsoever. But anyway, so then he married, you know, Kim Kardashian. And it's like since he married her, like, I don't know. Is it like, is this guy chemically imbalanced? Or is he, like, this who he really is? Or is he just, like, doing this all for publicity? His last album that came out uh, earlier this year, uh, is an album all about him and his battles with, with depression. So I, I think he does have real depression problems. Well, well, then I guess I would say is, like, who are the people surrounding this guy? Because, like... The Kardashians. Yeah, and that's... And, and, and you know, if you say that, it's like, well, there you go. Because that's that their entire existence is based off of fucking doing crazy shit and people liking them for it. So he's essentially saying we should have slavery again. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, is he saying this shit jokingly? Is he saying it because he really believes it? I'm just so fucking confused. He's kind of, he's kind of talking about the, um, the fact that the 13th amendment didn't do enough. He came back and said the 13th amendment isn't doing enough and, or didn't do enough. And it created a new form of slavery, which is kind of the economic poverty that we see today in the African-American communities. And that, you know, by the way, he didn't say any of this. I'm paraphrasing like a sentence that he wrote. And I'm giving a lot of benefit of the doubt on, on, on his intelligence. Um, but it's basically talking about the fact that there were no reparations made, that there was no money passed over to these people, that there was no really, it was up to them on their own to get on their own two feet with no government help kind of created the new generation of slaves um yeah i mean kind of it's true but when you when you say just so you can't say we should repeat fuck we should repeal the 13th amendment and then come out later on and say oh no this is what i meant after people get pissed off about it i think in this day and age we're seeing this a lot from politicians now too I think this is the future, unfortunately. Well, you just say whatever you want, and then based on the reaction, you know if you can keep going down that road. Exactly. Or if you got to backtrack. Yeah. Wow, that's... You know, you're probably right. It's fucked up, but you're probably right. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. Like, I would say to him, okay, if that's not enough, hey, man, you make... A shit ton of money. Hey, start handing it out to people. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, take up, take up social injustice. You know, create, create a cabinet. Fucking run for office. Do something. You know, there are things that you can do with money, and it's like, and you see it all the time for people trying to better people of lesser financial. Uh, abilities mm-hmm. so and and I just think like when you talk about repealing something like that and it's like yeah 
if you dig deep down into it, yeah, it didn't necessarily do that, but it was the start of something. And, you know, I just, that dude, fucking. <laughs> I, I, I just, it cracks me up, man, because, like you said, politicians, and it's like, not all celebrities, but some celebrities and shit like that. People, maybe in general, uh, a, a small percentage of people feel like they can just say and do whatever the hell they want. And we as a society, we're like, oh, well, we're still going to buy their album. Or, oh, we're still going to follow them on Twitter. Or we're going to watch the YouTube videos. And you're giving them exactly what they want mm-hmm. in, in, in that stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Kanye West is taking time away from my podcast. When I see him, I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> Let's talk about some fun stuff then. It's the commute home with Nick and Derek. This is Nick. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our hosts chat about, well, you know, whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. Talk about some movies. The workday is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make the commute home. Hey, don't honk at me. Let's talk about Deadpool. So Deadpool is going to be back in theaters this year. I heard this. And I think it confused people. I think they're doing that as a, as a big F you to the other movie studios. <laughs> this December, I think it's December 21st, Deadpool 2 will be coming back to theaters with a PG-13 rating. Uh, from what I'm hearing, it's like, I guess some parts of the story will have to be narrated and not really shown like in the original release. But they are releasing this on the same day that Aquaman and Bumblebee come out. Huh. So I really think it's like, oh, yeah, Aquaman, Bumblebee. Yeah, the other things that, you know, cartoony stuff that kids used to watch and comic book stuff that kids used to watch. Uh, yeah, we're going to take some of your money away from those release dates. I think it's funny. I think it's genius. Because I'm like, even if you take $5 million yeah. away from them, Mm-hmm. I mean the way the way that freaking Warner Brothers have been going, you might take five million dollars, they might shut that whole place down. <laughs> and a fun fact about Deadpool Two, Brad Pitt uh, agreed to film uh, his cameo in Deadpool Two under one condition. What's that? A hand delivered cup of coffee from Ryan Reynolds. No shit. Yeah, I would do something like that. What's that? Ask for somebody to deliver you coffee. R- Ryan Reynolds, like, yeah, I'll, I'll come and do this cameo, this twenty second cameo for free. Just, uh, you know, the star of the, of the movie has to deliver me a cup of coffee. And I, just out of fun, I would do that. I wonder if I get away with that at work. <laughs> you might get a lawsuit for that at work. Well, I mean, I was thinking, like, hey, yeah, I'll take this job. I'll take this job offer right here. But I want the VP to to hand deliver me a cup of Starbucks. Ooh, I like that. I want him to present the offer to me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we'll see what they say. They'll be like, hey, he's funny. Hmm. Except for my VP is in, like, Georgia. Okay. So, <laughs> he'll be like, yeah, I'll send him a gift card. Hmm. And I'll be like, Starbucks, bitch, not Dunkin'. <laughs> Oh, there, there was someone on, on Twitter today that their uh, battery died in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. So she tweeted, should I just download uh, Tinder and put a profile up and try to get someone to come out here and jump my car? What? She she broke down at 
Dunkin' Donuts and said, should I just go on Tint? Oh, <laughs> never mind. My head <laughs> caught up to it. <laughs> Dude, it's the cold meds, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm thinking and talking through it. I'm like, oh. Oh. Well played, man. Well played. Uh, Rules of the road. Yep. So going back to, to Fox and them with Deadpool 2, it doesn't seem like they're sticking the landing with anything else uh, mutant-related. Uh, the trailer for Dark Phoenix came out last week. And a day after the trailer came out, they pushed back the release date four months. Did you see the trailer? Yeah, I did. What would you think? I don't know. It's it's one of those, you know, short, flashy, you know, scene, 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 scene. Can't really get a vibe for it. Yeah. From what I saw, I, it, I don't know. A lot of people are, are commenting online, well, it looks like Last Stand all over again. So. Eh, kind of, sort of, does. I, I don't, uh, yeah, man. And then I learned this little factoid. The guy that wrote Last Stand wrote this, Dark Phoenix. Yes, Simon um, Kyberg. He he directed the, the Dark Phoenix as well. Yes, and it's his first time directing a full Hollywood movie. Yeah, you know what movie he came in and did reshoots for? The Last Stand. No, but after that, uh, Fantastic Four, I believe. Well, yeah, Fantastic Fucking Four. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that like, uh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't get Hollywood sometimes. I'm like, you allow people to make, like, stuff like that, and you're like, hey, I'll give you more. That's, you tried, son. We'll, we'll let you give it another whirl. What's tough with him is that he's a producer, mainly he's a producer, and his stuff is kind of... Um all over the place in terms of, uh, you know, he, he's gotten great hits and he's gotten stuff that hasn't hit. So, I mean, he's also the producer of, you know, Deadpool 2, Star Wars Revels, um, Logan, uh, the first Deadpool, The Martian, Fantastic Four, uh, Fantastic Four. Um, so, I mean, his name is attached to, like, very successful movies and, and you know, terrible movies. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that, that did really well in the box office. So I think that's what gives him his clout. I liked that movie. Love that movie. I liked Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That was a good flick. Even though I'm not an Angelina Jolie fan. Yeah, man, I don't I don't know, man. Like it, they keep pushing it back and it's like, do you think that maybe there's a part of them that's like, hey, we gotta push this back until this Disney thing is, you know, completely done and then let Disney decide what they want to do to it? Uh Disney's are, are it's kind of already come back from what I've read with the statements of, Hey, we're gonna relaunch the the universe, period. And that relaunch is going to happen either 2020 or 2021. Uh, they think that we might actually get a, a Marvel mutant movie in 2020. And I guess they're taking the approach that they can do whatever they want because we're starting over. doesn't matter what they do. So let's get as much money as we can and then walk away. For Fox? Uh, well, yeah. Fox, they've already sunk all this money into these, into these shows, um, these movies. So why not release some? They've already spent the money. Right, but like they took New Mutants off the schedule altogether. Yeah, they're playing games with New Mutants and they're playing games with uh, Gambit because apparently Gambit's still on for release next year, even though they they haven't even started fil- uh, filming it. So who knows what they're doing? Yeah, they haven't even finalized the script. Those maybe f- 
uh, yeah. Well, it's going to Disney. That's all. That's all we know, right? Yep. I'd be surprised if the Gambit movie uh, happened prior to, you know, Kevin Feige saying, "Yeah, no, we're not doing that." Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I like the characters, man. I like the like the, the X Men First Class and like the guys that they have, you know, pay, play them in those movies. So like to see a full reboot like that, I'm like, and that's that's three iterations of X Men in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. You know, so I mean, that's and, and the thing about it, like. The only character that didn't change was Wolverine. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. But, yeah, they might as well release it. Even if people freaking can't stand it, release the movie because, you know, any money you can get back, you need to. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm pulling into the driveway now. All right, man. All right, man. I'll talk to you then. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. And we're back. So last thing that we were talking about was the Dark Phoenix and Fox and all that. I had one final yeah. note that I saw on uh, Twitter from uh, Mark Millar, the comic book writer. After he saw the preview for Dark Phoenix, he kind of chimed in and talked about a story about when he was consulting uh, with uh, the guys at Marvel or the or the filmmakers on doing First Class. He kind of talked to the, to the writer, Matthew Vaughn, and it's like, okay, post credit scene. Cyclops is pushing around Professor Xavier in the chair. And at this time, Xavier's got hair, if you remember uh, first class. And yep. uh, and then you see Cyclops say, hey, are you getting a little thin back there? That was his big idea for a post credit scene. Unfortunately, it was vetoed. Now, I'm trying to remember, how did he lose his hair? Because he lost it in... Age of Apocalypse. Right. Right, when he had that, he was in Cerebro, right? No, it was like during the battle with Ap- with Apocalypse at the end. Like the battle was so hard, his his hair fell out. That's right. It was kind of like, okay, well, there's. I guess you got to show it, but it's a, it's like they try to kind of shove that in there. Like, okay, he's got to lose his hair somehow. Well, we'll just throw it in right here. Yeah, I thought it was cool in the fr- in first class where uh, it showed how he became paralyzed, like the the bullet or whatever that Magneto was pushing. Yeah. But then, but then they unparalyze him in the next movie, which I'm like, okay, why'd they do that? Right. But then they paralyzed him again. Yes. <laughs> the man that just won't stay down. Yeah, because damn it, those legs aren't supposed to work. <laughs> but if that if if uh, they had that post credit scene, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that would have been really good. But uh, well, maybe. Wait, wait a minute. He said first class, right? Mm-hmm. Cyclops wasn't in first class. I know, I know. I I, I thought about that myself. I I figured I just let it slip, and maybe he got confused. Um, Beast is kind of like the Cyclops role in that movie, though. So that's probably what what he was thinking. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, because I was just thinking, I was like, well, Beast would have made sense, but Cyclops didn't come in. So yeah. But okay, very good. But yeah, I'll give him a pass on that. Give him a pass. Fair enough. Oh, cannot believe it's October already, by the way. I know. Well, I can't believe it. Like, it's October. 
yesterday for some stupid reason it wanted to be 90 degrees mm-hmm. and now today it's barely 60 mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta love the midwest yeah i hear you and, and uh this is the time of the year where hundreds of tons of delicious fruit is kind of messed with with sharp objects being jabbed into them and candles put inside of them and it's uh it's the american way to do it that's how we do october so pumpkins are fruit yeah because it has seeds i i don't know the breakdowns <laughs> no because cucumbers are vegetables and they have seeds right so so is all squash a fruit uh, I have. They keep on reclassifying stuff over, over year over the years, so I I don't even. Well, sorry to give you shit about this, but you're the one that fucking brought it up, dude. <laughs> I, I want to know more. Tell me more, Derek. I, I need more useless trivia <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> I do. I'm like a little kid, man. Why? Every time I, 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 Why? Every time I teach you useless <laughs> trivia, you forget a director to a movie. So. Is that? Are you saying bad things about me? No, I'm just telling you. You're, you're, you've only got so much uh, memory capacity. You know, you're you're sucking it up on uh, <laughs> uh, on useless shit. <laughs> let's see. Squash is a vegetable, but pumpkin's a fruit. Were you going somewhere with this, by the way? Just being funny, man. Didn't work. <laughs> Worked for like a second. <laughs> I thought you were going to start saying something about how everything is pumpkin spiced nowadays. I could. That's that seemed overdone, though. Let's talk about you know jabbing you know knives into fruit. Yeah. Well, I was kind of upset because yesterday at work there was also a thing uh, with the the dip eating thing. Before that, we did a pumpkin uh, decorating contest, and we weren't allowed to carve them. And I'm like, well, that's kind of bullshit. So. So what, you just paint on them? Yeah, you just paint them. And then they had, like, glue sticks and googly eyes and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, sparkles and shit like that. I'm like, what? Nick, is it, is it time to tell the world that you're, you're really a kindergarten teacher? <laughs> so, dude, sometimes <laughs> it truly feels like that, man. That's... What a great uh, ana- uh, not analogy, uh, comparison. I, go, I guess observation, Man, my friend. I, yeah, that one too. <laughs> all those, all those fucking words, all of them, like a human synonym. Thesaurus. That's it. <laughs> Derek, you're like a human centipede. Uh, thesaurus. Thesaurus. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what the it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I just looked it up. Pumpkins are, in fact, a fruit. Why? I don't make the rules. They're this sweet. This shit doesn't make sense. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No. Why? That makes no sense to me. Why squash? They're essentially the same thing. No. No, they're not. One is a fruit. The other is a vegetable. You got to be teaching your you got to be teaching your classroom the right stuff, man. Oh man! All right, man. Tomorrow, tomorrow's movie day, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be showing the children the burbs. Nice, classic. Hell yes! All right, so so here, here's a, here's another October fact. That's an absolute fact. 
that you that you won't attack me on this time because it doesn't bring up fruits and vegetables and synonyms and thesauruses. Uh, fact. I got an October fact for you too, but go ahead. I want right. to hear yours first. If someone is playing Christmas music in October, you're legally allowed to kill them and use their corpse for Halloween decoration. That is, this is a hundred percent true, by the way. Yes, yes. We tested this theory last year. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're working to ratify the Constitution of Derek World so that this also works for Thanksgiving as well. That you cannot start listening to Christmas music until the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and you know what? Instead of freaking Kanye worrying about the Thirteenth Amendment, he needs to start worrying about this shit. That's right. <laughs> Just imagine the Kanye Christmas album right now. Oh boy. Oh fuck. I'd buy it. Uh, let's just be honest. I would totally buy it. I know you would. It, it'd be so. And bizarre. you know what? I'd let you buy it, but then listen to your version, your copy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Christmas albums. I love bizarre Christmas albums. I love Christmas out. Al- I love all Christmas albums. Even the bizarre and the old and all that stuff. But, hey, so October is also, you know what it is? Hmm. It's National Dwarf Month. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find out later. I'll find out later? Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? Nothing, nothing. Do I get, like, a present or something? (laughs) Yes, yes, you do. In honor of your month. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i found that out the other day and i just started smiling <laughs> like good for them <laughs> gotta hope derek doesn't find out hey, we little happy elves what was that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> who are you trying to sound like there uh uh well it, uh, first it was going to be irish then it, I, then it was kind of thinking about Scottish, and then it kind of trailed off, and I was myself. Okay. Well, no, it was kind of like it was a drunk something. I, I, I couldn't tell what the something was. It was a drunk um, Anglo-Saxon man. All right. There we go. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. So I think think we're no we have got one piece left of uh, comic book news and that is chris evans tweeted today did you see this i saw the chris evans tweet yeah officially wrapped up on avengers 4 it's an emotional day to say the least playing this role over the last eight years has been an honor to everyone in front of the camera behind the camera and in the audience thank you for the memories eternally grateful so what he's saying is there's definitely going to be a Captain America 4, right? That's what he's saying. That's the way I interpret it because it's like he writes this and the internet just fucking explodes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he dies. He dies. And I'm like, he didn't say that. He just said, thank you. He said, I had an awesome time. Thanks. You know, he said he was emotional. Maybe he's got allergies. He's been tearing, tearing up on the set. Who knows? Could be. Could be. Maybe, I mean, he, they filmed down in Atlanta and stuff, so, I mean, maybe there's some shit going on in the air down there. Mm-hmm. They got zombies down there with Walking Dead. Maybe it's starting to catch. Yep, could be. Could be. Or maybe he's just an overly emotional dude. You know, by the way, you, you, you brought up zombies and Walking Dead. I got to talk about this, man. Um, okay. I saw this on Wired this week. Uh, using CRISPR 
that's the gene editing tool that they're using right now, uh, researchers were able to wipe out an entire population of malaria-touting mosquitoes. And uh, getting rid of mosquitoes sounds great. It really does. But I just have, I keep on having this feeling like, hey, we got rid of all the mose- uh, mosquitoes. Uh, why is there a zombie coming at me now? And another one, and another one. I swear to God, I think CRISPR is going to be the end of mankind. What is CRISPR? Like, I'm like I'm getting like cold sweats right now because like you're you're telling me something I've never heard before in my life and it's kind of scary. What is this? Uh, did you see Rampage? Yes. <laughs> the, it, it, part of that storyline is those animals were modified using CRISPR. So CRISPR is an open source platform that you can use to do your own gene editing at home. It's not regulated. You don't have to be a science a scientist. Uh, you, you can. There's actually a guy in San Francisco that, that's uh, selling you know, like these do-it-yourself starter kit, kits for CRISPR um, that you can like spend like a, it's like eighty bucks or one hundred twenty bucks and have a starter kit to be able to start doing gene editing in your own home. Um, so this is the stuff like like uh, we've already cloned dogs uh, and we've cloned sheep. This is what they are using to clone the dogs uh, because you heard about Barbara Streisand's dogs, right? No, she has two cloned dogs. She ha- she has. Um, it was one. There weren't enough live ones. Like what? Why? It was her favorite dog uh, of all time, and it passed away after I think it was like twelve years old. So she had it cloned to basically you know keep on having her favorite dog. And then her second favorite dog passed away shortly after. The first one worked out so well that she got that one cloned too. I heard they spent ten million dollars uh, cloning two dogs for her. Okay. Wait, what do they need to clone though? DNA. I, I, like I, the blood? I think it's the blood in this program. Yeah. Well, like the. Would the ashes work? I don't know. But here, here's what scares me more this guy in San Francisco that's selling these kits. I think he's a college graduate. That's it. He's not a scientist. He's not a doctor. He's not an engineer. He's just a, a, a guy. So he decided that he wants to have more muscle tone. But he doesn't want to lift weights, so he does this YouTube video where he figures out, okay, okay, I'm going to stimulate this gland, and I'm going to stimulate this part of my metabolism or my um, mitochondria. I'm going to do this, 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 and that should make me more muscular. So without any guidance, he kind of comes up with his own concoction, puts it together, and then on video, injects it into his veins. Holy fuck, like this really happened? This is really happening. Uh, The concoction did not work. He didn't get more muscular. Nothing bad's happened to him. But that's what's happening right now. And this is like, people are worried about AI. I I think CRISPR is going to kill us before AI. I think I Am Legend is going to happen. Oh, my God, dude. I, like, I kid you not, no joking. I had no idea that this was a real thing. It's real. I've, I kind of got, I knew it was around, and I knew scientists were using it. Just this year, I learned out, I learned the average Joes are playing around with it now. Like, we need to stop talking about comic book shit, man. We need to start talking about how the fuck we're going to survive. <laughs> like, we need to do some, like, doomsday prepper shit yeah. on this fucking podcast. Because, holy shit, that's crazy. Going back to Barbara Streisand, though. So, I've still got Bella's ashes. We should totally <laughs> get another Bella. That was the greatest dog in history. Yeah, she was pretty awesome. Yeah, probably, I would guess Ashes, no, but uh, who knows? Damn it. That's good to know, though, if I ever have a really good dog again. Like, hey, I'm going to need her blood. (laughs) If you have the money, yeah. 
I don't know. I'd go. I'd go in five million dollar debt for Bella. Yeah, but a part of me is like, oh my god, this is also kind of like the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day, where they have like the you know the pet cloning things at the uh, at the mall. It's it's uh, it's a we're getting there very quickly. Oh my god, dude, this is so like so sci-fi, man. It's it's amazing how, how on some things we're so backwards. You know, like politics are ridiculous right now. People are just sucked into their cell phones, and that's being overdone with apps and all that. You know, so there there are there are you know mass shootings, all that. So on one front, it seems like society's decaying, but on, on this other front, the technology front, the stuff that we can do now, it's uh, yeah, ten years from now, God, what's it going to be like? I have no idea. So completely changing cycles now. Um, you know, we were just talking about the news and uh, fake news. Let's talk about some fake news and stuff. A paper was released this week about uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi and all the internet hate that it had gotten. Have you heard about this? I have not. 50% of the criticism that was done against Ryan Johnson, the director of the film, on social media was political trolling from Russian hackers. Like, is this the fake news, or is this, like, confirmed? This is confirmed. This is, this is a guy, he's a PhD. He's put together this humongous um, kind of journal uh, story about this. He's done all the research, and all these people that are getting uh, uh, tied into the hacking, or not the hacking, but the trolls and the influencing the 2016 election, a lot of these same accounts were the ones that were coming after Ryan Johnson after uh, Last Jedi came out. And a lot of the stuff that they were writing was getting retweeted by other people, unsuspecting people over and over and over and used over and over and over. And at the end, 50% of them, of this criticism was generated by these uh, political Russian trolls. And um, holy shit, they, they did it to cause more dissension in America. They want more Americans arguing with each other about everything. And this is how they did it. This is one of the ways they did it. Crazy, crazy, crazy article. And this was written by... Uh, a PhD. His name is Morton Bay. Wow. Mm, okay, let me ask you. What do you think of it? This uh, this is a full research uh, article that's getting published in a major journal. Uh, so I would assume that there's some accuracy and credibility to it. It's, it's uh, surprising. I didn't see it coming. Uh, I, I didn't think that was that was happening. I know a lot of people legitimately did not like the film, but to kind of add fuel on the fire, I guess they did this. So it's it's interesting. It, it's very interesting. I think it's true, though. I believe it. Derek, I can't hang out with you anymore. Why? Because you made me think too fucking much, man. Eh, welcome to my world. Because it's like, uh, fuck, man. Like, okay, uh, if that's true, which it sounds like it's true, right? Mm-hmm. That's fucking genius. And it's sad. All at the same time. Yeah. Like... If you like, if you wanted to cause dissension, i.e., fucking making a president that is like so polar in regards to how people blindly follow this man or blindly hate this man, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, and it goes both ways, right? Mm. It, you know, it, and if you take something as simple as a fucking movie, but a movie that so many people love. Uh, or a movie franchise, I guess you could say. And you create this, hey, this person said this about this movie. And then this other person is like, yeah, that's fucking right. Uh, 
And this other person say, yeah, that's fucking right. And this too. And I can just see how it builds and it builds and it builds because that, that's what fucking happened with the last Jedi. I was like, you know, some people were like, Hey, I love this movie. Some people were like, it was okay. Some people didn't like it, but like the fucking hate and like people raising money to remake a movie like that shit's just fucking way out there. Yeah. But, it makes yeah. me wonder too, who, who is behind this, uh, remake the last Jedi.com. Yeah. And I mean, how much, how much clickbait, right? To that site for people to just say that shit's not real. Then they click on it and they're just reading through it and they're like, wow, that's special. And they just disc discount it. But you, as you know, with, IP addresses and everything like that. Let's say you go to that website and now they have your IP address, and then they know your Facebook, and then they're like you're getting this these Facebook ads that are like pushing that type of agenda. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it seems like that's like a never-ending road. Hell, a never-ending story. Maybe yeah. we need to trade you. Yeah, come save us. Valcor, Valcor is the man. Valcor, Valcor, fuck, Valcor. Dig Valcor. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like that. That is some fucking crazy shit, Derek. Right there. Yeah, it is. Strange times, man. Right. Fuck it. Yeah, man. It's like. And then you got to wonder: Is like this is how is this right here? How wars are going to be fought in the future? Not with fucking guns and weapons of mass destruction and shit like that. Is it going to be this? If you believe the people on the left, uh, that warfare has already started. There is a large per- percentage of Americans that believe that, uh, you know, what you're talking about with uh, news and Facebook and social media and all that, that we've already weaponized information and, we've, and they, or they've already used that information to um, swing a presidency, an election, the, the way they wanted it. So, you know, if, if you believe that, then we're there. Yeah. Fuck, man. I don't even know what to fucking say about that shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, also this week, uh, John Favreau talked about his new uh, live-action Star Wars TV show project. Have you heard about this? Nope, but I'm excited to hear about this. It sounds a lot fucking better than that depressing shit you just talked about. Yep, yep. Uh, it's it's going to be The Mandalorian. Uh, it will be the project, and it is the stories of Django and Boba Fett. Another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set in the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunman on the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. I'm excited to see this. I'm, 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 this sounds really fucking cool. So they're making it sound like a gunslinger type space thing. Yeah. Which, uh, if you were a Firefly fan, uh, you're, you're probably thinking, heck yeah, right now. Uh, like I was. Uh, I'm a little kind of miffed that they're trying to take this as far outside of the Star Wars universe as possible. Seems like a cop-out to me. Um, where it seems like, like they don't want to interact with uh, any other characters or rules or anything like that. Where they want to put it on the far reaches of the universe where the Republic can't reach them. But it's still in that universe. So that could be pretty pretty darn cool. Yeah, I, and me, I think, I think that this is really a, a, a great idea because... If it starts doing well, you can start introducing things. That's true. And tying it closer to the universe. If it doesn't do well, then okay, fine, fuck it. You're not, 
you know, all your eggs aren't in one basket. But if it starts doing really well, though, they can start adding and intertwining. And I, I think it's a great idea. And But I don't understand, though. You said Django and Boba Fett, though. Yes, yes. But it's the fall of the Republic. So, uh, so Mandalorians are a race of people, and uh, Django and Bubble Fett were are Mandalorians. Um, that's the is that the Water World? No, no. So, if you watch Star Wars Rebels, one of the rebels in that show is a Mandalorian. Uh, basically, like their 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 shtick is uh, they're they're kind of a warrior race. They're they're a, a race on uh, that are all warriors, and and the armor that they wear. It's actually ancestral armor that's passed down from generation to generation. It's just like each generation will take the armor and like melt it down to make their own version of the armor. But it's the same metal that gets reused uh, over and over and over. And like the head of like their society is, uh, they basically have like like a lightsaber. It's a regular person, but they have a blade that looks a lot like a lightsaber. But it's like a black blade. Uh, really cool character on the on the uh, cartoon. Uh, and they, they, they went to Mandalore quite a bit in the cartoon series. It, it, it's, uh, a lot of cool stories there because they really are. It's, uh, they're, if you're a Star Trek person, these people are kind of like the Klingons of Star Wars. It's a warrior race, basically. Wow. Okay. Like you, you sold me right there because like, I was thinking like Boba Fett and Jango Fett were like part of this story, but it's just what you're saying. It's just the race of the people. Yeah. In which this, Okay. Yeah, dude, that sounds awesome, man. And you know, all they got to do is like fucking, they just uh, you all oh, you're sitting in a guy's house or the guy goes into a fucking bar or whatever, and you see this fucking you, the bounty hunter symbol or fucking Django Fat hanging on a wall or some shit like that. I don't know, but you know, little Easter eggs like that, people will eat that shit up. Yeah. It's kind of weird how they're kind of just kind of throwing a dart at the wall in terms of like timeline of how these movies are coming out these days. It's like, uh, uh, what was the first uh, Rogue, Rogue One comes out? It's like, like, okay, that's going to be right before episode four. And then uh, uh, Solo, a Star Wars story comes out, and they're like, okay, that's going to be sometime after the Clone Wars bef- and then before the cartoon series Rebels ends. Um, and now this one, like, okay, this is going to be after episode six, but before episode seven. So it's kind of interesting how they're just spreading them out all over the place. Yeah. And you got to think that maybe, you know, with just maybe they might get to the point where, like, they tie all this shit together and they're like, here's the fucking universe. And you're going to be like, wow, it took you a long time to get there, but I get it now. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, because I mean, because uh, um, Rogue One was was really a, a side story that tied directly into the main story, and uh, right, you didn't have to have it. It's kind of like more information, in my opinion. Uh, same thing, I guess. Same thing with Solo. It's you know, it's okay. Where did Solo come from? And now we kind of get that information. Uh, now this one, this might be the first one where it might start creating some lore. That's right. This will be the first one that they're creating fresh content, fresh characters, fresh lore. So yeah, so so maybe this one could help shape the future of the universe. That, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not writing the shit, obviously, but if I was, I mean that that's kind of the thought that I would have, and especially if you want to talk about, I think that's how Star Wars, you know, gains their fans back, right? 
is like creating these things like this because like I I've never watched them, but I know that the Clone Wars cartoon did really well. Rebels did really really well. Yeah. So it's like if you take those like the writing styles and the story styles and everything like that from those, and you turn those into live action, you know, then then I think that's what you need to do. And you do it on the TV level, right? And then, you know, you you bring that shit to the fucking big screen. Yeah, could be. Yeah, it, and it's funny, too, that there's so many great characters from Rebels and from uh, the Clone Wars that we haven't seen outside of those cartoons that uh, I think would be huge if we put them in a TV show or, and yeah, absolutely on the big screen. Yeah, I, I think with the movies, they've got to a place... And maybe they're going to try and get away with it, but they, they've got to a place where, like, everything has to connect to that original story. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, there's so many tiny little things, little details that you could branch off of on those stories. And it doesn't have to be the same family. It doesn't have to be the same characters. And, and if you do it that way, then people are going to fucking eat that shit up. Just like the books. You know, when I talk to your dad... Uh, and, you know, he said that you guys read the, a lot of those books and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Y- you know, n- not all those books had to do with the Skywalker family. You know, so it's like those popularity of those books are because it's giving more information based off a of little tiny seeds from Star Wars. And you're like, hey, this happens in the same universe. Mm, 95% of those books, though, with Skywalkers, though. And they were awesome. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he's gone further than me, but I read it like the first, at least the first dozen that came out at, that, that kind of happened that, that at the time they were canon and they were after episode six. And I read about the first dozen of them and phenomenal, absolute phenomenal books. Yeah, but then they came out with episode seven and said, fuck all those books. I know. I, I Oh man, there's so many books and I'm like, oh, the, like, like the Jedi Academy saga from, uh, from the book series, that would have been a fantastic episode seven, you know, where, where Luke's kind of rebuilding the, uh, you know, the Jedi Academy and kind of going all over the universe, uh, recruiting students and then training them. And then one turns dark. It's a great storyline. Yeah. Or the courtship of princess Leia. That's one I would, Oh, that'd be so good. Just, just imagine this Jedi witches riding on the back of rancors, an army of them. That sounds pretty dope. Oh, it was a it was a really good book. Really, really good. Yeah, they just, they you know they fucked it up, man. When they did the prequel thing, man. Because if they would have got those actors while they were still younger and shit, mm-hmm. they they could have fucking they could have just kept on going. Mm-hmm. They could have kept on going. Do you think there ever becomes a time where they reboot Star Wars? You, you mean do Episode Four all, all over again? Yep. Oh, new Luke Skywalker. Oh. I don't think so. I, I maybe I, they they do some stuff that I can't understand in Hollywood, but I, I don't see it. How about you? Um, I don't think they do, but I would love to see them try. Really, I would, because like I just I I truly believe they fucking missed the boat. You know, when he stopped making those movies after Return of the Jedi, it's like, dude. People wanted that shit. They fucking ate it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they could have fucking did TV shows. They could have just fucking took those books and made them into movies, and they would have made billions. And don't get me wrong. The franchise has made billions of dollars. But 
you have you had the opportunity to fucking make that that. Well, D- Disney Disney's still way in the red from buying the series. Right. They got a lot of money. To, they got they got billions to make to kind of you know break even. Right. And you know, and I think and maybe maybe you don't reboot it. And I know that they're going to come up with a way not to. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking, man. It's like. That fucking Skywalker family who this franchise is, that's the backbone of. Little kids do not identify with Mark Hamill as fucking Luke Skywalker nowadays. You know what I mean? And it's 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 a different story and it says fuck you to all the people our age and beyond or whatever. But I'm just, I think that there's an opportunity and I think it may be a bigger hit than what people believe. But the, the the but the current young cast that they have, I think, have a lot of potential. I think these young cast of characters that they've already brought in, I, I'm willing to take take the the trip and see where they go. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna stop watching them just because I'm except Kylo Ren, K- kill him, just kill him, just kill him. Yes, quickly, <laughs> mercilessly. <laughs> that should be the title of this this episode: Kill Kylo Ren. Yes. <laughs> Chop his fucking head off. I, I I truly believe that we should continue this conversation tomorrow. All right, man. Because I think there's a lot of Star Wars shit that we could talk about. All right, let's do it. All right, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, drive safe, everybody.